Hello. Beer, 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 beer. I was having more people join in, but. Dang, this girl left her phone. About to go through it. You know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, boy, it's a hot one today, boy. Well, how they say today is how they say today. <laughs> um, other people might be joining in, but let's get started with the intro. All right, this is your boy Lace with the Fourth and Lace Show. Thank you on this beautiful, hot, and sunny day. Hope you guys are inside. Hope you guys also have power here in Columbus, Ohio. A lot of people are without power in other places and states. And today, I have my homeboy Monty. You might remember him from when we did my very, very first podcast back last September. Life, football, and engineering. All right. Yeah, what's up? All right. So today's topic is is a very hot topic. Is you know should teachers have guns in um in in schools? You know, um that was a bill passed by a Republican governor, Mike DeWine. Um, I personally feel not. Personally, the only reason I feel not is not because I don't really. It's not. It's not because I'm like. I don't care for the safety of the kids. It's just we're giving, you know, not really training to some people because this could be first-time gun users and or owners of guns. So that is why. And I have my homie here, Mont, here because he's actually a gun owner and stuff of that nature. So I want to have it from several different perspectives. But that's just me. I'm just going to let him go take the board and go from there. So, um, so Lacey, yeah, I like what you said. I mean, I, I mean, I agree with you on the basis that, you know, um, if we're going to be arming teachers, um, we're definitely going to have some some very, you know, detailed training for them. Um, I, I've, I've read over the premise of the bill and um, how they're basically requiring them to have 24 total hours of training, um, eight hours of training each subsequent year to maintain that certification. Um, that's all the information they've really given out so far. They haven't given out um, the procedure of actually accessing the firearm or anything like that yet. And that's something that I really want to, to know about. I really want to know what the standard procedure is and how these teachers are going to go about accessing this firearm. Because, you know, I'm, I'm the same thinking as you is nobody wants to teach a sitting here, walk around teaching math class with, with a, with a on their hip. Like that's not, that's not the, the solution to our issues. Um, but I also feel like if we're going to continue to be a nation that, that supports having, um, you know, gun rights and having the right to own arms, we're going to have to be able to use them in more ways that are beneficial to the, you know, regular civilian. We're going to have to be able to actually use them for the ways they were meant to be used. You know, how people, uh, people love to preach, you know, and use the constitution and talk about the right to bear arms and form militia and all this stuff like that. Well, it's about time for people to really start really taking that to heart and understanding that if we're going to continue to be a, a nation that, that owns guns and stuff like that, it's kind of going to become the duty of, you know, lawful gun owners to, you know, be able to form quick militias and things like that and to help out and to assist with certain incidents like this. Um, I do know that, like, during the actually Texas, during the Texas incident, um, one of the first people to run into the, the scene was actually a law-abiding citizen with their legally owned rifle. That was one of the first people to go in there along with the initial other um, you know, law enforcement agency that went in there. So 
it's it's something that really needs to start being taken lightened, needs to start being taken for granted. Um, I think right now um, we kind of have to shift. We need to shift people's thinking about firearms and how we look at them as a whole. Um, right now they're kind of looked at as like fun, fun, and firearms can be fun, but we need to kind of understand the first and foremost that firearms were pretty much made for, you know, hunting and, you know, protection, protecting yourself. That's what they're made for first and foremost. And I think we kind of got to get, we need to get back to understanding the usage of them and how to actually apply those in our, in our actual everyday lives. Um, whether that be actually, you know, fully training people and, and not, is it not just like 24 hours? That's, that's, I don't think that's enough to really to trust some random person, you know, with, or with a gun around your children. You know, I, I don't have kids, but that, that sounds terrifying to me for somebody to only have 24 hours worth of training and be able to own a gun. Um, like I said, I would love to hear more about the actual, you know, access, um, how they're actually going to get access to the firearm if they were to need it in a situation. Um, hopefully that more of that comes out over time. Um, I'm also hoping that with these classes that they are, that they may maintain anonymity, uh, anonymity of the actual uh, teachers who actually have the um, firearms. Um, I definitely don't think it would be a good idea for anybody to actually know outright who has firearms. I think that should be something that almost like a secret shopper kind of deal where people know somebody is there doing it, but nobody actually knows who, who it is. Um, you know, uh, that's pretty my, 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 my standpoint on it is that it, it, it can be implemented. And like I said, we're going to be a gun nation. We're, we're going to have to implement more ways to protect our youth. You know, we protect everything else with, you know, firearms. We protect our banks. We protect uh, our homes. We protect our, our president. We protect, we protect a lot of things with firearms, but we don't protect our children. And we say our, our children are the most precious resource as well. Let's start, you know, we're, we're, we're really meaning with this whole Second Amendment. Let's take it to heart and really start using our Second Amendment to protect our children. Because at this point, we can't really always, we can't expect this. Hello? Hey, so I me? think we might have lost. Uh, yeah, I think we might have lost Mont. Yeah, hey, Phoenix. Uh, I got my boy Phoenix just joined in. I think we might have lost Mont during the conversation. Uh, Phoenix, the conversation that we're talking about is, you know, I, you know, do you think teachers in Ohio should have, um, guns in schools? Okay, so my thought process on that is it, it, it can either go one of two ways. I'm not going to say I'm against it the same way I'm not going to wave the flag forward and say, oh, yeah, this is the greatest idea ever because it's a double-edged sword. It could literally go one of two ways. You know, We, we want the, 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 the teachers to have the, the firearms as a means to potentially protect the children, um, and that seems good. Um, in theory, until you get that one-off situation where a teacher says, fuck these kids, fuck this job, fuck everything, and they just use their guns for the purposes that it was not created for. So, that's why I say it's a double-edged sword, because like, I, I, I think that the best solution for this problem would have been hiring um, ex-police officers, military, Marines, trained veterans who actually have, you know, 
experience. some knowledge and experience on how firearms work. I know that the other guy that was here was saying, you know, like is a is a day long class or something like that really sufficient um, to be able to teach somebody how to use a firearm. But depending on what state you are in, I'm from Ohio, where all you have to do is take a class uh, to be able to use a get get a concealed carry. Um, I took a, a six hour training class and then a two hour range course to be able to get my CCW. Of course, I had trained how to be able to handle my firearm properly because there are different training classes that you go through that teach you how to utilize these things. It's just not something that, that most people will use like on a day-by-day basis. Um, the main thing is not being a over, like a super professional about it to the point where if you want to open your own firing range or, or teach other people how to use it, then you would like that's for those who, who are a little bit more in depth with it. But um, the basis behind it is at least learning or knowing the bare minimum, you know, the essentials, the important things, how to use it, how to keep it pr- um, properly put away, uh, when is the right time to use it, you know, when isn't the right time. Even with for getting your CCW, they tell you all the time. Uh, just because you are legal to be able to carry and just because you are legal to be able to conceal does not make you a vigilante, doesn't make you a superhero. You can't just go use your gun because you see some dude beating his wife down the street. You, that's not a time for you to be able to use your gun. It's for mm-hmm. your protection and the protection of those around you. So um, if it comes to a situation where somebody is storming into a school, the, the whole purpose behind them kids or the teachers having the firearms strictly for the protection of the, of the students. It's not something that should be used in a certain uh, instance. Um, I don't know. Like It can go one of two ways. You can look at the positives behind it. You can look at the negatives behind it. But that's like anything. That's anything that goes on. Um, if they come up with certain gun control laws, it's going to be positive and negative. Well, the positive is, well, we have more gun control now. But the negative is, when you put restrictions on American people, they tend to become belligerent at the idea of not getting their way. So there'll be protests just off the strength that we're trying to do things in order to protect these kids. The Republican government, uh, the Republican Senate in Texas, after the fucking kids got killed, said they have no urgency in order to move on changing any of the gun laws. 19 people got killed by somebody, and you have no urgency in order to move off of some of the gun laws you have. So... It can go one of two ways. It just really depends on what examples of how this can go we get. Mm-hmm. I agree uh, wholeheartedly. My problem with it is, and I've said this, and I want to introduce um, uh, Mont. This is this is Phoenix. Phoenix is the guy I told you about. He's the biggest Falcons fan. He interviewed me when I was at Airbnb. This was like a couple of months after the twenty-eight to well twenty-eight to three. So he's the biggest Falcons fan. Uh, Phoenix, this is Mont. He's actually a Carolina Panthers fan. He's from Carolina. Um, so, um, not but, to make the sports related, but you know, okay. he's a he's a he's a fan of little bro now. I can dig it. <laughs> you already? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, the thing that I really disliked about it is because I even had this conversation with my other sister. Shout out Lexi and her uh, uh, four badass kids. They're annoying, but I love all y'all. Um. 
so basically what happened was I remember my sister is two years older than me. Um, I remember my sister was terrible in school, but when I would get her teachers, her teachers hated me based off of her. So that's my little premise going about it too, because you know, we all I done heard stories from other people, man. I you know, you, you 12, 13 years old, you might be acting up, but this 35 to 40 year old person got a beef with you or so. And like I like to reference one of my favorite Batman comics is the killing joke. Joker said, it only takes one bad day for somebody to really lose it. And with us being adults, sometimes it takes you, it can really happen with one bad day because we have mentally unstable adults. We have emotionally unstable adults and so many other things. What if something just happens? Like something just happens to this person, they get evicted, they, you know, get divorced, they get X, Y, and Z and got to go to work with all of that and deal with bad, you know, ass kids and stuff. You like, man, and you got a gun here. And like uh headshot was I mean Monty was saying um before um the thing about it is that's annoying is they never said anything about no lockboxes. That's the part that annoys me. Now if you said something about a lockbox that's gonna be put in a lockbox and you put in a code and I think it was uh my boy Monty or my or my boy um I think it was my boy, I think it was you, Monty, that said that when we was talking to me, you and Justin and all them was talking, and um we were just talking about this and he said, you know. You you know when you tap the code on lockbox, it alerts the local police, um, and lets them know, hey, somebody's opening up this, so something must be going on, something of that magnitude. Because I'm not gonna be safe if Bill Nye, the science guy, comes around and you know he over here teaching, you know, telling people that science created the world, and you got somebody over here being belligerent, and they saying, nope, it was Jesus, and he get infuriated and you know try to put some bullets in you. It said, you know, or something of that nature. Um, that's my whole thing. Cause I had some teachers that were just pure assholes for no reason. They just hated kids. They didn't, you know, and people were like, why would you hate kids and be a teacher? Most of us do the stuff that we do in general, not because we like it, but because of a check. Let's be completely honest. Let's be honest at this point. And I remember we used to have, and we all heard this. If you grew up in a black school, you heard this from a lot of teachers. I'm only here for a check. I don't care what you do. And they'd be like, well, you don't get paid that much anyway, bitch. Um, so it's just situations like that. And that's why I feel like, you know, piggying back off this stuff, like, I think they need more training because originally, they're, originally most people would have 700 hours of training if you're using the gun in that, like, a security or and or police officer, so this nature. But they're going to divvy it down to about 24 hours. I'm like, Nah, man, if you're giving these people these guns, first of all, what you need to do is raise these teachers' pay. That's first and foremost. And you need to update some of these schools, because some of these schools is old as hell in Columbus and just around the country and stuff of this nature, too, to help. But also, too, I don't think you should do this experiment with teachers, because all it's going to do is if a teacher shoots a student or so of that nature, what's going to happen is government is going to try to come in and be like, oh, no, nah, we we getting we taking guns from everybody. And I understand this is an experiment, but this could go so wrong. It's not even with a school shooting that I'm even talking about that this can go wrong. I'm talking about this could go wrong because of the, the teacher and the type of environment that they could be in or just the mental aspect of them. Because we don't really do a lot of mental checks on a lot of people that get guns. If you clear out. If you literally clear out, have no felonies, no nothing that says you are not a threat, 
anything of that nature, I, I'm not checking to see if you on medication or anything. You be on any type of medication. You could be taking 15 different pills at once. But if you good, um, if you're, but if you don't, but if you check out on those parts, oh, here you go. Here's a gun. Like the one dude, they said, uh, bro bought two uh, AR-15s and all these daggone bullets um, and went to go shoot up the uh, went to go shoot up the one thing the same day. This was after the school shooting. I think this happened like in Denver or somewhere else. And I'm like, what the hell? This is this is crazy. Like y'all, and it's just it, but it's just the norm for us. That's the that's the norm for us. But I'm like, we can't be giving this easy to a teacher as well. Just because they're a teacher, don't mean that they care about your kid. Um, so that's crazy. Looks like he logged. He actually got kicked out or something. You still here, Phoenix? Hello. So it looks like my guys might have <laughs> might have actually got disconnected. I don't know what's going on with this tonight. This stuff is so ridiculous. I, I'm really not sure what's going on. Um, so what I'm probably about to do is, since this stuff keeps acting weird and stuff, I'm probably about to cut this out. And, you know, we'll probably do a part two or something tomorrow. I know I was missing a couple people, and it's just been acting crazy. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope you guys have a blessed rest of your day. And please listen to the Fourth and Lace podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. You guys have a good rest of your day evening uh middle of the day whatever peace out and love and uh stay warm